wanting to be a dancer when I was a kid was a, a thing that like was a big dream of mine, but my mom would put me in classes like ballet and tap where they would tell you what to do, right? The steps. And I always really struggled with that because I just wanted to dance on my own however I wanted to dance. And the same thing was true when I was an adult. It's like I was drawn to dance classes where there was that aspect of vulnerability. And, and that's Ooh. not always present in some classes, but like where there, where there was that ability to just do my dance my way and to move in a very like fluid way, but in a way that was connected to me and like my story and to dance that out. And it was very, very helpful in terms of even connecting to vulnerability, which was a hard thing for me. What's up, my soul sister? Welcome to the Magic Within Podcast. My name's Katrina Lully, and I'm a transformation coach obsessed with guiding women to unlock their power within so they live an aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've been where you're at doing all the things and feeling like nothing is working. And I'm here to help you learn how to live that aligned life of passion, purpose, and abundance. I've spent years investing in programs, coaches, books, and other tools in covering my own blocks, challenging my beliefs, growing and stretching myself to live my most authentic life that is true to who I am. There is incredible power in our experiences and by sharing our stories with one another, we help each other along this journey called life. This is a space where you will hear inspiring and motivating stories from other guests and tools to help you get from where you are now to who you want to be in this life. You get two doses of magic each week to fill up your cup and start living a life that is aligned with your highest self. We are not meant to do this life alone, and we all have the magic within us to live this beautiful life that's true to who we are. I'm here to help you begin to unlock that power and start stepping in to the amazing woman that you are. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Magic Within podcast. My guest today is Amanda Upton, who is a life and purpose coach, yoga teacher, and mama living in a small town in Southern Vermont. 10 years ago, she ditched her corporate career in training and development and dove headfirst into uncovering her soul's purpose, healing from trauma and becoming an entrepreneur. Now Amanda helps women over 35 rediscover who they are and what they want from their life and career. Amanda, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so excited. Thanks so much for having me. Me too. Me too. So I am curious, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, oh that's a fun question. Um, Oh my gosh. The first thing that came to mind is a dancer. I majorly into dance. That's all I wanted to be was a dancer. I love that. I love that. Such a beautiful, creative side, right? Oh, yeah. And I still like it's still a yearning for me. And it's like dance has always been a super big part of my life. And um, it was actually a big part of my healing journey. So it's it never really like went into like I'm a dancer in terms of professional, but um, definitely practiced dance as a way to connect to myself. 
it's a beautiful and powerful way to connect to yourself. It can be so healing and you can be so raw and it brings out that vulnerableness to us, which we often try to hide. Oh, absolutely. And I would practice the type of dance that I like wanting to be a dancer when I was a kid was a, a thing that like was a big dream of mine, but my mom would put me in classes like ballet and tap where they would tell you what to do, right? The steps. And I always really struggled with that because I just wanted to dance on my own, however I wanted to dance. And the same thing was true when I was an adult. It's like I was drawn to dance classes where there was that aspect of vulnerability. And, and that's not always present in some classes, but like where there, where there was that ability to just do my dance my way and to move in a very like fluid way, but in a way that was connected to me and like my story and to dance that out. And it was very, very helpful in terms of even connecting to vulnerability, which was a hard thing for me. Initially. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that just brought goosebumps. And thinking like you might be one of those people who doesn't enjoy having other people tell you what to do. <laughs> Either <laughs> You want to be able to express yourself the way that feels so right for you. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Big challenge of mine to like have somebody kind of be in my space, like, um, oh, do it this way. Yeah. 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 So how did your childhood impact what you did, what you went into? You went into corporate before what you're doing now. So how was that impact made for you? Well, you know, my childhood was, and this could be just a super long conversation. I'll try to make it short, but um, my childhood was kind of intense. I think that's a, like a way to describe it. Intense, confusing, um, hard. Um, so my, I'll, I'll give you like, um, just a sneak into it and we can talk about it more if you want to, but I grew up with just primarily my mom and I'm an only child and, um, we moved a lot. So I went to, I think it was like 12 schools oh, wow. and, um, we moved a ton and, um, there was a lot of surviving in my childhood. We lived in like, it was like very, a lot of hardship. So we didn't have a lot of money. There were times where we lived in a tent, when we lived in a truck, when we lived in homes that didn't have running water. Now my mom was always able to make things really inviting and like comfortable and cute, but there was the reality that we just didn't have what we needed to, you know, meet our needs. And so um, there was a, this element in my childhood of just like not really being able to sink into childhood. Like I was always super aware of what was happening. And yeah. so I was very aware of what we had and what we didn't have. And I was very aware of how my life was different from everybody else. And so as I kind of grew up and, you know, entered into the world, it, this this really came with me, this sense of like, I have some, I have experienced something so different from a lot of my friends and I don't know what to do with it. And I don't talk about it with other people because it's so different. That was my experience when I was growing up. And I just felt like alone in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I felt like, and I have this struggle and I have trauma from those things and I don't know what to do with it. And I don't know what to do with it. And so I got into movement practices and I got really involved in that. And then I was also very interested in um, teaching and creating environments where there was an 
element of safety, where there was an element of like vulnerability. And this, this wasn't, these were not conscious thoughts at the time, but that was like, it came from a place of like, I really want to create something. I want to be in an environment, create an environment that feels stable, that feels secure, that feels um, safe. Really, that was really kind of all the things that I was really wanting. And I kind of, it, what propelled me was like going into fields where, where there was movement, where there was healing and when there where there was an education component. And so I um, found my way into that and got a, a master's in education. And then that's really what took me into, um, I was, I really wanted to be a college teacher. I really wanted to get my PhD, but I, after my master's degree, I was kind of done with school. And so I was like, oh, I'll get a job at a college. And I never got a job. I applied a bunch of places. So then I got um, a corporate job doing training and development. And so that's really what got me into it. And then, but it was so exciting because I was in this company and I got to really lead a lot of different programs and to, and to really work on creating that environment that I was talking about. So that was kind of the short, short version. Yeah. It, it's so beautiful. Like, even though you weren't able to put the pieces together then, like seeing now, like really, truly looking for that sense of safety mm-hmm. and, leaning into that and using your body to set to lean into that safety because I know a lot of the narrative is like have a have a positive mindset just think your way through it like all of those things when we really have to bring our whole body into it because that's where we store our trauma that's where the energy is stored and seeing that and now recognizing it but not knowing at the time that that's what you were doing how beautiful what a what a beautiful like way as a child to kind of like not even though you didn't completely understand it but just to like tune in and lean into that practice and carrying it now even into into your everyday life yeah absolutely and I didn't have like the mental capacity like I didn't have these clear thoughts like what you just shared what and what I was sharing like those thoughts like weren't available at the time but what was available and what could be accessed was my body yeah the feelings in my body and that was like the interesting part because I was very much stuck in a place of fear and self-doubt and the kind of main feeling that I I felt all the time was lost I felt lost. Like, I just felt like I have no idea who I am and where I'm going and what I want. And I mean, I couldn't answer any of those questions, but when I was moving and when I was dancing, Uh-oh, you, can you hear? I'm meant for something. Like there's, I've got this potential. I've I, there's something bigger for me. Like I would just have these glimpses and, oh, I would have these glimpses and I would, I would just know that there was something, there was something more for me. Yeah. And I think so many of us can relate to that. Like, especially growing up in those times, like knowing like there's this hardship and there's, you were meant for something and you know that there is something there Mm -hmm. and to be able to start to access it through that movement is so just so so incredibly powerful mm-hmm. and we do not put enough on how powerful that is mm-hmm. instead we go to work to do the things to go do what other mm-hmm. people think we should do like just oh if I do more then that'll be make make it so that I'm enough that'll you know it'll prove that I'm worthy it'll prove that I'm good like yeah. all of these things and so did you kind of see that or did you feel like that slid in a little bit and that's what led you to the path that you're on now? 
Yeah, I mean, like, at that time where I was catching those glimpses of, like, my potential and, like, what I was made for more, I was totally on a path of not not necessarily on the path that I'm on now. I was like on a different, I was just like on a lost path. Like that's what I would say. I was just lost. And so I'd catch these glimpses. And at that time, I was working at a bank as a loan clo- closer, which was like the most spirit killing job I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> and I was married to an alcoholic. Ooh. And I um, was living a life that just was not not me I mean and I didn't know what was me but I knew that was not me Mm. but these I would take my classes I would take my dance classes I would take yoga I began to teach yoga um and those are the things like being in my body was the only when I was doing movement practices was the only time I would gain clarity on what I was to do next. Once I yeah. stepped out of my class, whether I was teaching or practicing, I would be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know, I don't know. And then I would go back to cl- my class, back to moving, and then I would be like, okay, I know what I'm supposed to do. And so it was like, I, I kind of got um, really into my practices to really understand myself. And that was 20 years ago. So it has not been a fast journey. I mean, I have been, you know, I worked a number of jobs, was, you know, I, I ended up getting a divorce, was in other relationships, you know, has had like a, a very bumpy ride, but every, every step was a little bit clearer. And I became to make, I began to make decisions that were more and more based on me and my intuition and but it was a it's been a slow progress it's been a slow journey and um and now I look back and I go holy cow I made huge changes like yeah my life is totally different than where it was and, and you know and so it, in some ways it feels like it was like the who I was 20 years ago feels like it was yesterday so in some ways it feels like it just happened but it has been it's just been a just a journey journey yeah lots of turns yeah and when we're in it it feels like it's going so slow and (sighs) we want to hurry up and get wherever there is and then you can look back and be like wow that I am not who I used to be and it really wasn't that long ago in in the bigger picture of things oh yeah and like the there the destination I mean I was always wanting to know what the heck that destination was (laughs) (laughs) yeah what is that there (laughs) where are and you know like I didn't know I didn't know and I feel like that has been kind of the biggest lesson for me just overall in life is like you don't have to know what the destination is like you might have like a desire to create something in your life or value you want to provide in your life but you don't have to know exactly what you're creating and it took me a long time because I always felt like I needed to who am I what is the my title what is the thing (laughs) you know and really it's just been whatever I've, I, I would really just listen to myself and be like, I'm going to take this training. I'm going to take this class. I'm going to become certified in this. I'm going to do this. You know, just like, like just kind of put myself in all different places to yeah. learn more about who I am. And then that's really what kept me moving forward towards where I am to where I am now. Oh, yeah. So, so good. I would love for you to talk about this is something that's been talked about. And I don't think people have a good understanding of what coming home to ourselves really means. Yeah, that is something that I have talked about in my classes for years. So um, 
I've been, like I said, I've been teaching yoga for 20 years and I've at the same time, I um, so I taught yoga for many years. I had a yoga studio. I did uh, training and development type of work and coaching work. And no matter where I was teaching or guiding, that has always been the intention. Always. I mean, in like all, if I look back at class descriptions, it's like I put it in there all the time is like coming. This is a practice for coming home to yourself. This is a class for coming home to yourself. And what I mean by that is, and where that essentially comes from is like, it's my journey, right? Like I've been on this journey of coming home to myself for my whole entire life. And I think many of us are on this same journey. Like we are born knowing exactly who we are Mm -hmm. and who we are meant to be. And we are so connected to our authentic self. That's not even a conversation. It's not even like we don't feel separate from it at all. And then as we grow up in the world and in our society, it becomes separate from us in some way. We learn to suppress it or ignore it or become something for somebody else. There are expectations that we learn that are put on us by our society, by our families, by the media or social media. And we just begin to forget who we are. We forget what it is that we even like our own opinions, our own desires, what makes us feel good, what actually brings us joy. We forget what we like want at the core level. We forget like that voice within us. We forget our intuition and how to connect to it. And so my intention always and whatever it is that I'm doing is to create an environment that feels safe enough for you to tune into yourself. Mm. Create an environment where there are practices that allow you to connect deeply to yourself so that you have this sense of like, I'm coming home to myself. I'm listening to myself. I'm listening to my desires and my needs and my wants. And oftentimes we have the clearest sense of that when we are in our bodies. We're in our heads. We have so many other voices in our heads, but we're in our bodies and we can feel like, Ooh, when I move my arm and leg that way, that's uncomfortable or whatever. We have a sense of that. And so it can often begin in the body. And then from there, we can kind of progress from there into having a conversation about it. But every practice, even in my coaching practice, is always about what can we do to come home, to like help you come home to yourself, to really get clear on what you want, who you are, what you need. Yeah. Where does somebody start with something like this? Like where does, they're not even sure, like I'm not even sure how to begin. How to begin? Oh, that's such a good question. You know, one of the simplest ways that you can begin to access a deeper relationship with yourself, where you can begin to access these these questions that I'm asking of who am I and what do I want and what do I need is in a, just like 10 minutes a day. And the, the really the best time is in the morning and to just wake up 10 minutes earlier than you normally do. And oftentimes, you know, the, the kind of habit that a lot of us have is to just wake up and begin the day and and we're just like moving and grooving throughout the day what you want to do is wake up 10 minutes earlier and go sit in silence journal move your body like create some art and just for 10 minutes where there's nobody talking at you you're not consuming information you're not on any devices you're not doing anything in your house or for work it's simply like you just Bring yourself to like one spot in your home, like your favorite chair, or maybe you roll out a yoga mat and you are just like writing, moving, breathing, sitting. And that's when you begin to tune in. 
Now it's going to feel awkward and uncomfortable at first because you're used to, most of us are used to moving and doing all the time. And we're also used to having somebody tell us what to do versus it coming from the, from inside of us and let it be awkward. Like give yourself plenty of days for it to be awkward. Just continue to show up and just move, just follow a practice that can be really helpful. Get out uh, in journal and just write and, um, and make that your daily practice. And it's going to feel like you don't know what to do or don't know what to say at first, but then it will become clearer. You'll begin to see, begin to have some answers to your questions. Yeah. It's so important that that morning time to not just go out and get started on the to-do list, the task list, Mm -hmm. especially consuming other people's information, social media, news, whatever it is, like coming and connecting with yourself. What is my truth? What is my intuition today? What is it? Intention today? What do I need to, what do I need to know for today? Like getting so, so clear on that Mm -hmm. is, uh, it shifts your entire day. It'll shift your entire day. Yeah. Because then you're starting your day from a place of being connected to you versus connected to other people's expectations or like just the world stuff. You're starting from a place of being grounded and it really only takes a few minutes for that. And then like just what you're saying, there's this ripple effect. It really shows up like through the rest of your day, whether it's with your family or work or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, so beautiful. So the women who are coming to work with you, what do you find the theme is within them? Like where, where, what is it, what is it they're wanting or questioning or what's going on in their lives? So a lot of the women that I work with are also mothers. They don't have to be a mother to work with me, but that's often the case. And um, a lot of women are feeling this sense of ah, I'm a mother, I have a career, I have a home, and I've lost myself in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'm not happy in my job anymore. I feel like, you know, my needs or my time is just taken up by other people's needs. And they're looking for like a deeper connection with themselves and looking for that, like what lights me up and what what do I actually care about? Like, what do I actually want? Um, a lot of the women that I work with are, they were on a career path, but they've come to a point where it's like, actually, this isn't cutting it anymore. This is like the old kind of version of myself. And I don't know what it is I want to do next. And I want to stress this because I, there's an expectation that we pick a career mm-hmm. and that we hold on to it for a long time. And when we feel like, I don't know if I like this anymore. There can be shame and guilt that comes up to uh, comes up around it of like, ah, I spend all this time with education or putting so much time into it. But the reality is you're growing and evolving all the time, right? Yeah. And and you are have there's seasons in your life. And so there may have been a season where that work worked really well for who you were, but since you've had all these other experiences, you're looking for something new. And so that's generally where I'm working with women is like, okay, what is it that you actually, what actually lights you up now? And we spend a lot of time creating a daily practice, creating something that they can do every day as their vehicle for understanding themselves um, in a deeper way. So I work uh, a lot on how to establish that morning practice. Uh, That's so beautiful. And you know, that, that whole, like believing that we are supposed to pick that career 
hold on to it for dear, you know, for life. This is what we do. Like we're give yourself permission. We're allowed to change and pivot. And that's a narrative that does not serve most of us that we're supposed to like pick this thing and do it for forever, the rest of our lives. When, like you said, we're, we're ever evolving and growing and changing and to honor that is one of the most courageous things that we can do mm-hmm. is to truly honor that and lean in and discover like, okay, where is my next level at? Where's my next version of this next chapter of my life? And, and how do I, how do I lean into that? How do I step into it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, I think that's why mothers are, I work with a lot of mothers is that the mothering journey is such a, a big evolution of yourself because yeah. you have this, these mirrors, your children all the time and you're being stretched to the limits like all the time in all these different ways. And so you gather a lot of information and you, I think it becomes like a much deeper like need, like, oh my gosh, there is something in me that has not been, has not seen the light that I am, am ready to give life to. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I, I know a lot of women who come to me are in that same transition of some sort. And, and I hear that story a lot. Like I'm a mom and I lost myself and, you know, I don't even know who I am anymore. And we end up putting ourselves on the back burner and, you know, we, we take care of the kids and sometimes we leave a job to go stay at home or like now we're ready to, to, to do something different just some sort of change. And, and, and it's scary and it's hard and it's, important to have somebody like who can guide you, who can help you uncover the blocks that might be there, the fears that might be there and help you gain some clarity around what might be that next thing for me. You know, what am I here for? It's a big question. And and some people kind of laugh at it. Like, what are you, what are you doing? But it's a big, important question. What am I here for? Because you did come here for a reason. Absolutely. I firmly believe that. I firmly believe like we're here at this particular time in a history for a particular reason. Like we are each born for a particular reason. There is something we are meant to do. And yeah. I think we all feel that on some level. And we, and that's like, I think that's where a lot of those feelings of like, I don't know what I'm doing or like I need clarity or whatever is because there is a purpose that has not been fulfilled yet. Like we know that we're meant to do something. Yeah. And that purpose looks so different for everybody and it can, it can shift and, and, but the underlying purpose to me remains the same. It, what you do about it shifts a little bit. Like maybe you, you start out in a corporate career, but then you're trying to shift into something, you know, then you shift into motherhood, then you shift into, well, what, if, you know, how can I make a bigger impact? And maybe it's, I start my own business. Maybe it's, I do this, this other thing, but to me, like the underlying purpose, the theme remains the same through it. How do I bring more love, light, and joy to the world? Like whatever that purpose is. I mean, you can do it in so many ways. Like yeah. you can do it in a million different ways. You can do it through fashion or makeup or teaching music or, you know, like yoga or whatever. Like it can be in, in any really field. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. It really is. So what are you, what is your purpose for being here? Mm, I, my purpose, I think it's always um, a conversation that I'm having, but I truly deeply love working with women and supporting women and connecting deeply with themselves so that they are like the most empowered version of themselves so they can go out there and create change and be just a force in the world, like an absolute force in the world, which is what we, what we desperately need more of and um, more women out there that feel super confident and clear about who they are. Yeah. 
Oh, that's so, I, there's so much beauty and power in, in, in being a woman. And I think it's being really called to step into and step up into right now, especially. Mm-hmm. And, you know, owning that there is so much power in, in that. And many of us have been operating in that masculine way and we're not meant to that that's needed for particular times and spaces and instances, but bringing in that feminine side and bringing in that pure and softness and love and creativity is where like everything just opens up for us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really just embracing your whole self. Yeah. I mean, that's really what that comes down to is embracing all the different parts of yourself and not suppressing anything or holding anything back and just saying, actually, this is what I love and this is who I am and this is what I believe and this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm use, how I'm going to use my voice and this is how I'm going to use my actions. Like you just step into yourself fully. Uh, yeah. So, so beautiful. So what is something like you're stepping into in this season of your life? Like more fully, that's still kind of like, oh my gosh, am I, am I doing this? Yes, I'm doing this. <laughs> that's great. Um, okay. The one thing I'm truly just really working on stepping into is more, um, challenging risk-taking physical activities. Mm. Like I tend to, I've had this kind of habit of like playing it safe. I've always done like dance and yoga and swimming and I've just gotten into mountain biking. And so it's like you, it's, it's a different level of trust that I'm building with myself. Uh, Stepping into like my thoughts around it, like that I have the ability to do this thing and that I can um, work with my fear and I can challenge my body. That has been like a very new and exciting place to be like that. I'm feeling like a definite challenge. Like there is growth happening for me in in terms of what I'm thinking about myself and what I can do. Ah, yes. That's so awesome. That, that, that trust is so important. You know, we, we hold ourselves back a lot because of that safety and that trust, that trust in that I can do this and that I am being supported. Like I'm guided here to be here right mm-hmm. now. And that trust is a big one. It's trust is one that I'm working through like yeah. on a big level. Yeah. And it's an everyday, every moment practice of remembering and coming home to yourself and building that in, in, in the moments of everyday life. That is so true. Yeah. Cause it is just this experience. Like when I'm biking, it is another way to come home to myself because there is an opportunity for me to go straight into my head and be freaked out. Yeah. Or it's like, okay, come into my body and come into thoughts that really serve me and make a decision about what I'm doing and like just trust that I can do this and go for it. Like that's an example of coming home to myself is like coming back into like what I know I can do. I've done this before. I know I have the ability to do it again. I'm going to trust my body again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful practice of that. It's so, that's so, so beautiful. Oh, I love that so much. Is there anything else on your heart you want to share? Oh gosh, I would just love to, you know, connect with more women and to support more women. I feel like that is really my intention every single day. I always light a candle before I sit down to work and it's like, mm-hmm. may I be of service? Um, so maybe that is what I want to share is that it's so important to have an intention in your day yeah. and to have something that really guides you. And that can be another way to come home to yourself is, you know, a simple practice like that. And that is something that is like my driving force every single day is that may I be of value, may I be of service. And so I hope that, um, what I shared today was, was exactly that. 
It, it definitely was. I think you brought a lot of value and what you're doing is so valuable and so important. Like the, the narrative that needs to be out there more and more. And, you know, we do this work because we know, we know what it's like to be on the other side. And we know what it's like once we pull back that veil of fear. And while mm-hmm. it still seems scary at times, like it, there's still so much, there's so much on the other side when we're willing to step, step into it. Oh, yeah. And that that is a choice that we make is to step into it. And there there is so much on the other side. I feel like there's freedom. That's what I always think of. There's freedom on the other side of this fear. Yeah. 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 Absolutely agree. Where can everybody find you? Um, You can find me on my website at soulcareclub.com or you can find me on Instagram at soulcare.club. I will make sure to link that up in the show notes. Amanda, thank you so much for sharing your joy and your light and your story with us. Uh, What you're doing is so beautiful and just so powerful. And I appreciate you sharing that with our audience. Oh, thank you so much. It's been just a total pleasure and joy. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Ladies, I am sending you all the light and the love in the world. much for listening and if you loved this episode and know of someone else who has a powerful story and are doing big things please pass them on to me it would mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as I can so please if you liked what you heard it goes a long way to take 60 seconds leave me a five-star review and share this episode with a girlfriend Don't forget to tag me on social media. And if that's not your thing, shoot me a DM because I would like to personally thank you for doing so. We are not meant to do this life alone. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time.